The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. WebmasterRadio.fm Time to release your mouse, turn your speakers way up, and hang on to your hard drive. As the SEO rock stars log on to rock the net right out of the stratosphere. Prepare to optimize your Tuesday evening jamming and spamming with the always highly ranked SEO rock stars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. Good afternoon, everybody. May 16th, live, sort of SEO rock stars. We've got a pretty special show uh, up for you tonight. Uh, me and my good buddy, Mr. Webb Grill. Are you there, my man? You, you sound so much better in Dallas. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a regular you know, phone, too. Regular, regular phone. Vancouver, so. Hold it up to my head. That's terrible. It's terrible. But uh, yeah, down in, down in Dallas, neither of us are, are on home ground this this week at all. You're up in Vancouver. It's kind of weird. I run up to your neck of woods, and you run away from me. Yeah, well, What's you seem to that? get me. You seem to get me in trouble lately. I, I guess so. <laughs> Beautiful weather here, though. I got to say, oh, it's fantastic! Absolutely fantastic. I'm missing out a good week. I know that. But uh, we have a, a interesting show for you. Um, to put it as as Darren put it, Greg and I are at the. Uh, Sort of like in the grandstand watching a parade go by, and so we're doing a little little preamble here to uh, a live search cast that's going to be broadcast from the Plex, the Google Plex, with Danny Sullivan and Matt Cutts. So we're just going to fill some time, and then those two legendary figures are going to get on the air. But uh, you're not really sure. Like we didn't really plan a show, so what are we going to talk about? Well, we should probably go through the contest thing, don't you think? That would probably be a good call. Um, the V7N uh, contest has come and gone. Yesterday was the big day, and prizes are now being awarded, and results have been screen captured and all that good stuff. And I know that, Greg, you were spending some time this afternoon verifying who was uh, abiding by the rules and so forth, and so I'm going to let you announce our top three slots. Well, I'm not a 100% sure on the top three, but I believe that the winner is, is Scott Jones, who... Uh, had the v 7 blah 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 dot net site. Can't even say that word. <laughs> but uh, it, that was the number one on on the screen capture you took. And it, just to refresh people on what our rule set was, I said there was only two things that had to happen: is there could not be a, a link to V7N during the term of the contest, and you had to link to Matt's blog without the www. And so the verification process that we're going through is just simply two things. It's backlink check on both of those two sites. If you show up for Matt and you don't show up in the backlinks for V7N, then you pretty much met our criteria. So the one issue we did have is the site that was number two, that turned out not to be the case. They don't have a link to V7N now, but clearly they did to determine the contest because they show up in Yahoo's backlinks for it. And I got a cached copy of it showing that they were in fact, linking to it. So that kind of makes that number two site ineligible for our rules. Um, But what we are going to do, Scott sent me an email, the guy that won the contest, and he's asked us to donate his proceeds to uh, the charity. Um, Uh, That's the Celiac charity. The Celiac charity that was being promoted by uh, the Watching Paint Dry site that I think finished five or six six on ours. Showing them four. Four. Okay. So the good thing is is that uh, we're going to go ahead and, and do that. So our collective first place prize money, um, I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not 100% done with the verification thing, but I'm 99% sure that this guy is going to get the first prize. We're going to go ahead and make that donation tomorrow to that, and we'll probably go ahead and donate the second place prize to that charity as well since the site that's sitting in second place cheated. <laughs> didn't, didn't follow the rules. So he doesn't get the money. We're going to send that to the charity as well. But at the end of the day tomorrow, we'll have um, the five. I, I didn't have time to finish running the stuff for the last remaining three. 
Um, but we should get we it all. screenshots of, of the receipts and all that good stuff so you can verify that all the money and was. Yeah, we'll be able to publish it just in case. I, there's, there's still a group of people that, for whatever reason, doesn't feel like I'll actually pay the money. I'm not sure why that is or how that happened, but anyway, uh, we're more than pleased to pay out the cash and send it to wherever. Pretty cool him to go ahead and kick it towards the charity, I thought. Absolutely. That's, uh, that was really cool. Because it's a decent, you know, little chunk of money. And I, I have no idea if he's doing that with the whole entire amount, because th- that was the same site that John had picked, right? That's correct. Yeah, we, it was uh, only we a managed... couple positions different in your screen capture, I thought. Yeah, we matched up the top three, but then this number five, webmarketing.pl, um, didn't show up when John did his determination. So if, if those spots that are... Uh, Three through five, three, four, and five. If you're listening and you think you're qualified, send me your email for PayPal stuff. Just in the event that we do say you do qualify, I don't have to hunt you down. And and for those of you out there in Radio Land, you can head over to my blog at oilman.ca and I have a screen capture up with those top, uh, showing the top six results. So you can go in and see if you're any of those. And uh, now we can move on. There you go. Let's. <laughs> it's all let's done. Bunch of fun. All right. I, I think Google Forge, you know, I think Google hand-edited it. <laughs> so none of those uh, French spammer guys would show up. The Taggle team. Yeah. They were really kicking butt for a while, and then oh, they just died. There you go. And the guy that won had a little logo of a white hat on his site, so what does that tell you? <laughs> a little friendly intervention there? Well, it's kind of interesting to me. The, the day sort of came and went. There's a big thread over at V7N forums. It's about four or five pages long now. And and uh, it kind of an anticlimactic end to the whole thing. No real fanfare. Everybody's just, you know, paying out the money, and we're getting back on with whatever we were doing before. So, But well, it's an the, interesting the, thing. The toughest thing is because of the whole big daddy and the, the volatility of all the different data centers, I think that you, depending on where you're at, everybody's getting kind of a different set of results. Right, and that, and that so was So there's going to be people that are a little grumpy because, you know, at 11.59 they were number two, and now they're number four. Yeah. It's crazy. But there just comes and a that's point why I just figured that's, here's the screenshot, and that's what we're going on, and you can't argue it. Yeah, and we, we could have used John's, but I figured it's our money, it's our rules, so where you were at at the time was perfect. And it's going to be different no matter what, so. For sure. Um, at least we got three of them right. <laughs> So now I'm waiting for the email from the guy who's number two, trying to tell me that he really followed the rules. There you go. Well, and we'll we'll update you if we if we do get that that rule. But uh, why don't we do this? Let's take a quick break, pay a couple bills, come back, and uh, dance around nothing a little bit more, and see where Mr. Sullivan, and Mr. Cuts are probably wandering around the cafeteria at Google eating all that fancy food. But sit tight. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Stick around. SEO Rockstars. We'll be back after this short break. It's no secret. Linking with relevant sites is a dynamic way to enhance site traffic. Avoid using unethical practices to promote your website. Obtain quality, relevant links with linksmanager.com. Since 1999, linksmanager.com has been the leading choice for managing link campaigns by thousands of websites. Editor-based link management software makes relevant link exchange ethical, fast, and easy. No software to install. Free unlimited support. Try linksmanager.com free for 30 days. Accept no limitations. Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? What kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort Radiator host bursts into the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. 
to SEO Rockstars. Let's rock. Here's your host. Oh, and we're back. We're back. Fill in a few more minutes before bigger, more important people than us take over the airwaves. Yep. Before we start doing our best Regis and <laughs> Kelly impersonation. A little, oh, little that's odd, a actually. Dress. <laughs> it's a little interesting so, here. I'm, I'm sitting in the range offices. I'm down here for the week, and... Um, some of the folks still in the office here have all decided to, you know, put rock stars on the laptop and crank it up. So I'm hearing rock stars floating in from the oh, my words. So it's it's kind of a I like doing it. Well, a just double let live. them know we'll try not to cause any problems today. No cussing, no swearing. Uh, I'll try to behave myself and not <laughs> get you scolded for anything. Well, I know uh, I'm, Mr. Cuts is floating around. And, so let me ask uh, you this: uh, What what questions do you hope Danny asks? You know, I honestly, don't know. I mean, there's there's been all this talk about the the uh, uh, you know the big daddy hiccup and all the problems and all this the lack and that, of machine but, space, the server crisis. Yeah, well, the server crisis apparently is all just about Gmail and video. They have different different machines for the actual index, and so we're not supposed to worry about the index and getting kicked out or not getting in and that sort of thing. And I actually just had uh, a client site get back in, you know, and, and properly indexed in the midst of all this. So I haven't seen anything, you know, over, overtly crazy with all these hiccups and whatnot that people are talking about. So I'm, you know. Well, we definitely saw the flush of, of, of stuff disappearing down to one or two pages indexed, but then it all got re-indexed, and it, it seems to be behaving better than ever. So sometimes it's good to, you know, clean your bedroom out, you know, get rid of the mess and start from scratch yeah and that and that could just that could just be it and and quite honestly even you know when you're only seeing one or two pages um i don't know that i would really trust that google doesn't seem to give us accurate information about you know anything when you're using advanced search queries anyways well i I do know that uh traffic logs seem to match the fact that pages weren't missing i was going to say yeah you you need to follow it up and, and and correlate that i mean we get People on the phone all the time, oh, you know, I only have one page in, or I'm losing rankings, or this or that, and you go, well, how's your traffic doing? Oh, it's staying the same. Well, uh, You know what? I really hate Google Canada. <laughs> it's so painful for me. I'm sitting here trying to work. I'm searching. Nothing looks the same. All these companies showing up for my keywords. I have no idea who they are <laughs> and where'd my sites go. There you go. Well, you know, you need you need to set up a uh, you know a home proxy back to your. I know, I do. Apparently, uh, forgot to do that. So little, little VPN. But uh, is did you did you haul Dax up there with you? No, he had to stay and deal with the furniture guys this morning. There you go. Who showed up yesterday morning before I left and didn't bring all the his stuff was missing. So you, you I have a bunch Dax of partially assembled furniture. desks in my <laughs> new office, but nobody can sit at or work. That. So it's going great. There you have it. There you have it. Well, we're, and you're you're going to come down to Search Engine Watch live on Friday. Yes, I'll be there Friday. Going to hook that up. You know what that means? And that means I'm just going to have to stay out really late on Friday night. I I thought you were going to stay the night, aren't you? Well, I am. I was originally going to you know try and buzz out of there pretty early, and now that you know a few extra people popping into town, I'm going to have to going to have to hook up a few beers and you know get stupid. Yeah, you know, I miss Toronto, and I miss Boston, and I missed, uh, I just felt like I'd been locked away doing non-fun stuff, so I told my wife I had to go drink beer with my friends. (laughs) Somebody somebody kicked Mugshot out of the room, but you know what, you know, this is, we're just kind of running out of steam here. I'm going to say, is Mr. Intern, Mr. Producer, you guys on the line? What's shaking? We are. We well, can't find Matt. Is that the problem? No, we're, we're actually getting him on the phone right now. So he disappeared from the index. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's about two minutes out. 
about two the minutes. Big Daddy out. Hiccup. So he's, he's the, on his way from the cafeteria. Oh, you know, by the way, before he comes on, just just for fun, remember his post he wrote about the SEO asking to look into something and that was messed up, that wasn't really messed up? Right. Yeah, I was that idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd just confess, yeah. Actually, it wasn't me, it was Dax. There you go. Dax got his pay docked for that one. <laughs> I was so confident that his stuff was broken, and I was proving it to him, and then it's like, no, it was really my stuff that was broken. <laughs> so for those those crawl team members that worked on that, I apologize. That's bound to happen from time to time. Yeah. Bound to happen. But, uh, anyways, we have no show planned, clearly. Rambling on and on. Waiting for Danny Sullivan to find his way to Matt's office. I figured they could at least put on and let him sing for a while. Oh, yes. Let's play the clip. Because that was the, the best. It's still the best. <laughs> do we have do we have the clip handy there, Mr. Producer? No, we actually don't have that clip. Uh, let's go. To, hold on. Let's, let's, let's run to break real quick, and then when we come back, we'll have Matt and Danny on. Perfect. Great. Stick around. SEO Rockstars. We'll be back after this short break. All-new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, ClickTracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what click programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, ClickTracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what click programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what click programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what click programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, President of Zephoria.com writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what click programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, President of Zephoria.com writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what click programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, President of Zephoria.com writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely Consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what click programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what click programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zephoria.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what click traffic with stop bounce. Log on to StopBounce.com today and discover how easy it is to generate revenue from this previously untapped source, all while enhancing user experience. Earn money for each visitor leaving your site now with StopBounce.com. Turn lost opportunities into found profits. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Captain's Log, Stardate 8130.3. Starship Enterprise on training mission to Gamma Hydra, Section 14. 
Identify for retina scan. It's Monty Khan. Khan, you've got Genesis. But you don't have me. You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. The masses are starting to get online and get their identities and find new ways to make money in the marketplace, and I think they're all aiming their guns. You have a tendency to express ideas in military terms, Mr. Khan. This is a social occasion. Well, they are party animals. They do throw uh, some of the best parties in our industry, that's for sure. Evaluation, Mr. Spock. Crude methods, but effective. We posted our booth up next to uh, a booth that's giving away beer. How appropriate that is for you guys, huh? Hey, I've taken care of everything. All y'all got to do is just relax. Doctor's orders. If I don't see you next week, I'll see you in two weeks from now. Same time, same place. Khan, how do we know you'll keep your word? I promise you, be the master of your domain. Khan! <laughs> Don't incur the wrath of Khan. Listen to Domain Masters, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, two minutes to program. Stand by. Give Danny a two-minute cue. Okay, two minutes, Danny. Okay, guys, we're running a promo, and then go right to the open. Go to Danny and Matt. Have Royal Man and Web Gorilla on standby right before we wrap. All right, do we have Matt and Danny on the line? Yep, standing by. Standby, search cast open. Danny and Matt, stand by. We're going to you in 20 seconds. 15, and we're live in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, Stand by, Danny, and roll. Stand by for the Daily Searchcast. Brought to you by... For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Search Pass. Featuring search engine watch editor Danny Sullivan. Keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search engine marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of the prior days happening in your world. The Daily Search Cast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, and search and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your host. Well, good evening, afternoon, good morning, wherever you are and whenever you're listening. This is the Daily SearchCast special edition because we're we're special. It is Tuesday, May 16th. This is Danny Sullivan and sitting next to me, Matt Cutts from Google. Hey, Danny, how are you? I'm doing all right, Matt. <laughs> Great. I'm a bit bummed that uh, my spot watch, which was showing me the traffic information, as I showed you earlier, is not going. But look, here's weather information. It is 71 degrees outside, but I've been in a room here in Google sealed up in plastic. Yeah, your spot watch has kind of hypnotized me, actually. It's, uh, i got to get me one of those so I can read Microsoft uh, stuff on my radio. You're going you're gonna to love it. You mock me. All right, but enough about my spot watch. We have got tons and tons of stuff to talk about and only 44 minutes left to do it. So uh, Matt has literally seconds ago, well, three hours ago, <laughs> given us an update on what on earth is going on with the uh, Google indexing. In fact, that was one of the questions that came on our forum. I asked people, please come up with some questions for Matt. What's going on with Matt? And I thought the best thing really had come from um, Phil C., who said, tell us what the hell is happening. <laughs> so, and it's kind of funny. It's, it's not hot off the presses, but uh, uh, one of the comments on the blog was, okay, now it's going to be a short interview because we can go ahead and, and do a brain dump and answer all the questions. So it's a very, very long post, possibly my longest post ever, but essentially what I wanted to do was put everything in context and say, from like December with Big Daddy going on, what are all the different things going on, and then uh, the, the issues and the questions that people are writing in about their sites right now, what are sort of the commonalities? And let's, just to re- remind everybody, Big Daddy was big, huge change for Google 
completely change the underlying infrastructure on how you're going out and crawling and indexing the web. Mm-hmm. Major, major thing, mm-hmm. and we're into it now. And it's out there, so take us through it. Absolutely. And one of the things that I mentioned in the post is uh, Big Daddy actually finished the transition in March. And so by the end of March, we were 100% powered by Big Daddy. So uh, we've been nicely crawling and indexing, and things have been going smoothly with Big Daddy. So some of the newer stuff that people have been asking about is a lot more related to supplemental results and and, and those sorts of things. Um, one of the nice things is that Big Daddy is more comprehensive than the previous index, and so we've got a lot more room to play with, and we've got a lot of uh, shinier, much better infrastructure to use. Now, the, the stuff that's been going on recently, you know, people are going, well, my pages, they're all gone away and everything like that. That's not, that's not a Big Daddy thing, then. That's it, just... Your pages suck. <laughs> no, it's not that your pages suck. No, that is not it. As best I can tell... Oh, I misread that. <laughs> no. So as best I can tell, um, it's interesting because we, we have a huge reliance on feedback in the community to sort of find, you know, good suggestions for us and to try to improve. And in fact, uh, once Big Daddy was out, we started to look at refreshing our supplemental results. And though in the process of doing that, uh, we saw some feedback that helped us find a couple different ways that we could make the site colon operator more accurate. And so those those have already been resolved and that's been changed. So but there are still people asking about well what about my what about my site? So I went through and on the blog post I go through I think like five different sites. Um, some of the larger trends are people who have been doing say reciprocal link exchanges are maybe not getting called as much. Another big case is sites that have very, very sparse linkage, like very few people linking to them. And the way to think about that is when you're out on the fringe of the crawl, uh, we have to make a choice about which pages to crawl. And so if you've got very few links, uh, you're going to see a little bit more different crawling than like CNN was the example I gave and some comments that just has like a ton of page rank. Uh, And so I just sort of went through and said, okay, these are the the things that we're seeing left over. Um, But we haven't seen burning issues. I'm not saying that there aren't still things we could find that can improve things, um, but we're not seeing, like in March, once people reported enough example sites, we were able to see within five minutes what was going on. Uh, We're not seeing that now. So we're going to keep reading the feedback and keep trying to make sure that the search is high quality, Um, but a lot of these issues seem to be dying down. Um, And and part of one of the things that I think struck me most that some people were pointing out is they're like saying, well, you know, I'm doing a search one minute and I'm seeing myself, I'm doing it the next minute and I'm going away. Um, Why? (laughs) (laughs) Normally the reason that that happens is because you're hitting different data centers. And that effect was a lot more pronounced uh, during Big Daddy because you'd have some data centers that had been upgraded and some data centers that hadn't. Um, Now you're much more likely to see uniform results, but you can still, of course, see variations. Uh, The main source of variation these days would be if you're hitting uh, refresh supplemental results or if you're not hitting refresh supplemental results. But in general, there's always a little bit of fluctuation because each data center can have slightly different data, and we're always pushing out new binaries that improve scoring and stuff like that. So you can easily hit a data center, hit reload, and then hit a different data center and get a different results estimate. Uh, One thing that is nice is I think on... On your 25 things I hate about Google, uh, I think <laughs> there's only like three left. Yeah, no, no, they've all been fixed. There's, there's more than that, but but I think one of the things was more accurate results estimates, and so uh, there was actually a project that people had here to try to make uh, going forward more accurate results oh, estimates. Yeah. So that'll still be you know a, a month or two or more out, but uh, you know it's really important to listen to what everybody has to say, not ac- just Danny Sullivan. Accurate but. to four decimal points <laughs> instead of three, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Which well, is comma points will be okay. <laughs> Um, All right, so we also have this thing like you're out of space. Google's out of space. We can't store any more pages. We're done. I, right. I, in fact, they're stuck in the hallways outside. You saw Just those, yeah. Pages are on. <laughs> things, post-it notes, put this in supplemental when we have a chance. Web servers stuffed up in the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> you should see it. There's pages everywhere. What, what's the deal? Are you, and, and, you know, and you've been out of space since, you know, 2003, according to various reports. Right, oh. right. So, um, and, and it's it's kind of interesting because if you go back, there are still these people who are like, oh, four-byte doc IDs, that limits everything, you know, when we haven't been doing that sort of thing for well on to years at this point. So, um you know, I can't. I can't speak to what the execs say about machines and you know storage crisis and stuff like that. You don't want to correct Eric Schmidt. Go ahead. <laughs> what I what I 
<laughs> Thanks for setting that up for me, Danny. No, um, but what I can say is that from my personal perspective within the search quality group, we, ha- we certainly have enough machines to do our job. That is, we have enough machines to crawl, index, score, rank, and return results without any problems whatsoever. So the nice thing is that uh, Larry, Sergey, Eric, all those guys work really hard to make sure that we've got all the resources we need, and we definitely do have the resources we need for our search quality. And uh, my understanding, because I've been talking with people today, is that it was really more of a reference to gosh, we would love to throw out all sorts of things, but there's so much demand for everything that we do as well, rather than, oh, no, <laughs> pull 100 billion pages off the machines. I don't have any place to stick them. So Right, yeah. It's a common misconception that, you know, every everything is mixed together all on one you know, machine, whereas in, in actuality, you've got some machines that are handling the web index and some machines that are handling the image index. And we, we definitely have enough where we don't have to worry about dropping any documents or anything like that. So I sort of address that in the blog post a little bit. All right, let's, um, I want to talk about domain name things. And this, mm-hmm. it's funny because you, you had the podcast that Mike put up yesterday, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. It's nice to hear Mike's radio voice coming out, <laughs> which is going to be much different than my screechy thing. You can, <laughs> you can tell our different backgrounds. But um, he talked, you talked about how you used to be on the porn team, and then mm-hmm. you got ticked off because somebody got past your thing because they bought an expired domain, mm-hmm. and you said, that wasn't supposed to have porn on it, mm-hmm. now it does. Mm-hmm. And I seem to recall that was probably about the same time that Google moved to the system of, gosh, that domain name just expired, all the link stuff just expired with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so go ahead and buy it if you want. All those links are going to have to kind of rebuild themselves and everything. And you've talked publicly about all that mm-hmm. before. So, But I wanted to revisit the situation with domains because my understanding was it was still a case that it was a case, you know, a situation that the domain has expired where that would happen, not a case where the domain might change ownership. Right. Um, that might not be thing. And Barry had talked about that recently. He used us as an example. Like, you know, we have new owners for right. time in like 10 years or whatever. But it, can you talk more publicly about that? What what goes on with domain names when you start shifting? Sure, absolutely. Certainly the, the most common case that uh, the people care about for web spam is, is when domains expire. And, and I think we have a pretty good handle on when uh, .com truly expires, something like that. Um, but it's also the case that lots of domains do change hands in a completely legitimate way. It's, it's a very common thing for someone to move and need to update their who is information or, or stuff like that. So I think we handle that well uh, in, a, in addition in that, you know, there's no penalty if you change your who is information or if your domain changes hands or something like that. Now, that said, certainly there are a few guys out there. I said hello to somebody in the chat a few minutes ago, uh, you know, who might go uh, scraping around trying to find other domains and, and trying to aggregate those up. And if that's being done in some sort of deceptive or malicious way, you know, trying to deceive search engines, then we're definitely going to keep our eye on that. Okay. Say hello to them in the chat right standing, now. Standing a few people right now. <laughs> Yeah, they're going, oh, no, he's mentioned the chat. <laughs> yeah, he's been reading what you've been saying. Yeah. Well, I've been joking that Grey Wolf is really a bot. Now. Yeah, and, and he's recording everything in the chat room. So I'm much bigger yeah. than I said. Yeah, Grey Wolf doesn't like being referred to as a bot. <laughs> um, one of the other things that came up was... Um, we, uh, well, I've been talking to you since like 2001, yeah. right? You know, we used to have these conversations and it'd be like, gee, Matt, webmasters are, would really like it if you could give them some tools to know if they were banned. And then you would respond like, well, you know, we're always thinking about things like that, but it's really difficult for us to provide those kinds of tools because as soon as we provide them, people try to figure out all the stuff. And, yeah. you know, and I joked when we did the April Fool's yeah. thing, and when hell freezes over, we might provide it. Well, you, you're so good at channeling me. You can sort of say that, you know, well, it would be great if we could do that. We're always looking at ways to improve. Right. Which is true, but I understand if, if sometimes you could, you know, mock me a little for it as well. But, but, but like, over the past year, you're actually doing all the stuff, so yeah. I can't mock you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you're like going, oh, you want a spam checking tool? Well, here, we've, the Sitemaps teams has done done it for you. There you go. Yeah. You want to check what's going on with Chrome? So, you're not Sitemaps mm-hmm. team, but you work with them closely, because, sure. you know, when something goes wrong, they're going to blame you anyway. Anyway, um, let's just revisit some of the stuff that's gone on. And especially I wanted to revisit some of the things that you talked about uh, recently when you when you also explained to people that, yes, we've got these new spam checking tools, but then again, we might not tell you mm-hmm. if you probably know that 
you did spam. <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's kind of interesting because I, I have had such a fun time working with the sitemaps team because uh, they listen to community feedback, they go to these conferences, they ask people what they really want to hear, and then they go out and implement it. And so there's something that I wrote in my blog that came across as kind of flat or 2D, but there's this Laurie Anderson song about, you know, this angel being blown backwards through time, and the angel wants to go back and fix things to repair the things that have been broken. And I honestly, you know, think of all these things that would be really nice to do, things like, yes, you did robot.txt out your root page, <laughs> you know, because you'd be surprised how many big companies make a mistake like that. And so as Google gets to be a bigger company, what's really exciting to me is we have the ability to say, okay, let's go back and fix things to some degree and do what I think of as like the ideal search engine. Because the ideal search engine, it would be hard enough to spam that whenever we caught you, we could tell you because you'd still have this, this steep hill to walk up. Now, in practice, um, it's certainly harder to spam Google than it was, for example, a couple of years ago, but uh, we don't want to clue everybody in. And so on my, on my blog, I gave an example of some guy that we call him a grand slam spammer. They literally had broken like almost every single one of our quality guidelines. And so, and then I contrasted that with a very simple 19-bed little hotel in Bath. And you can tell these guys are just a legit business. They, they don't even realize that they were doing something that is really something that ang users get angry about. So we, we don't tell everybody that they've got a spam penalty, but it's been a successful program so far. I'd like to see us work on expanding it even more. So, you know, if you're playing in the little leagues of spam and you just don't know quite how to swing the bat correctly and you probably weren't even just trying to hit the ball and not really right. hit the umpire with it, you, yeah. we, we tell you, stop swinging the bat that way. But It's like t-ball, yeah. But if you're, you're doing steroids, spam. yeah, if you're, if no. you're swallowing down the steroids and don't you know what you're doing, doing <laughs> then uh, oh, I don't yeah. know where all these pills are falling out of my mouth. But um, I had no idea. Wow, that's not vitamins? Right. So... <laughs> No, 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 no. All right. Um, so we had a forum thread. Uh, we're going to go live to the forum thread, which is a lie they've already posted. Uh -huh. But um, a couple things that people have posted in there. So a couple people said, eh, relevance is not so good anymore. Mm. And, you know, and, it's, it's, and I'm like going, is that right? Well, sometimes I notice things and sometimes I don't. And then personally, I tend to think things and I go, yeah, why did they let that get through? And then I go to another search engine and I go, well, it's not like somebody else is necessarily doing any better. So what's... You know, relevancy suddenly gotten worse? I don't think so. Now, the nice thing is we've got all these internal metrics that we use. We have an entire eval team, and, uh, and we take that very seriously. So we have, you know, daily graphs of our spam. We have daily graphs of our quality. We keep track of a lot of different factors. So I haven't seen that personally. Uh, but the nice thing is that's different from, say, even six or seven months ago is every so often we put out calls for feedback and we can get these savvy people who, who say, okay, here's an example. And then, you know, if it is a bad example, we can go and debug that. So, for example, even in your thread, somebody was talking about Costa Rica something something. And so I'd, I asked somebody to check that out. Hey, what's going on with this? Would we catch this? And it's, it's really nice to have that back and forth. Uh, and another person had phoned to the question is like, <laughs> Could you just tell me the? Give me the secrets. What's the yeah. no? Right. Actually, it was more serious than that. It was you know what what sort of long term advice on success? You know what what do I have to do? And and before you sort of jump into its content, mm -hmm. which you should do anyway, because sure. I think that is still and always has been a good thing. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk also a bit about. You know, some of the new stuff that's going on Google Base, Google Co-op. I mean, these are mm -hmm. weird, different, unusual things for people who, yeah. oh, I've got Google stuff right. out. I know what they're doing. So, Absolutely. Yeah, the, the conventional answer would be, uh, you know, make great content. And then what I've been trying to preach is be thinking about the hook or the angle or the gimmick that's going to make people really interested and captivated in your site. And sometimes that's information like a newsletter or a blog. Sometimes it's a really useful service like a robust.txt checker. Or sometimes it's just something that's completely viable like the million pixel homepage stuff or you know I will kill my rabbit unless you send me five dollars you know those are the sort of things that get forwarded all over the net people find out about them and they and they get a lot of links but because people are interested don't, please don't, don't actually kill don't, any don't rabbits really kill your rabbit yeah. he keeps getting his, his deadline extended he hasn't been no rabbits have been harmed yet but then the the deeper answer which I think you really put your finger on is 
a lot of people think, okay, I want to be number one for this trophy phrase on Google, and then I'm done. And, of course, that's not true. It's not true in a lot of ways. Number one, a trophy phrase is usually not worth as much as more specific phrases or targeting a bunch of different phrases. And then number two, web search has is not really worth as much compared to some of these new ways of getting traffic. And some of them are on Google. Co-op is neat. Uh, base is really cool. But then, you know, maps, local ads, stuff like that. But there's all these other sources like Dig and TailRank and Reddit and TechMeme and all these sort of ways that you can drive traffic to your site other than search engines. Not saying, you know, Google is less important or any other search engine is less important, just that people are finding information and sites out on the web in a lot of different ways. And I think you, that you've sort of commented on this at, like, SES New York, like, hey, don't get trapped in this, you know, 2000, 2001 view of the world where it's all search engines all the time. That's everything there is because there's smart guys marketing on MySpace. There's smart guys marketing all over the web, Facebook, stuff like that. And you shouldn't get trapped into the sort of 2001 idea of using metadata. Except we're using metadata again. <laughs> yeah, but, but do we want to have a tag conversation? We yeah. can have a tag conversation. No, no. So. <laughs> no, it, 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 I mean, it's interesting. For, to, yeah. so, I mean, it, for those who haven't looked at Google Co-op, I mean, it's, it, people are still digesting it, but it also builds on some things Google Base has already done, which is provide Google with your content, and you can label it, tag it, whatever you want to call it. You can start providing some metadata to it separately from saying I'm going to put in a meta tag, which the meta keywords tag you guys don't use anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, the interesting thing for me as I look at it is this different thing for Google. You know, it's like, wow, we're letting people tag stuff up, and typically we haven't wanted to do that. So the site owners, should they be jumping in on it right away? Should they kind of sit back and see how it flies? So what's, yeah. from, from, from the crawler guy perspective, what do you... <laughs> It's interesting. I think I think Barry was smart, and certainly I think there's a few opportunities for people who get in on the ground floor and sort of can write about Google Co-op or maybe serve as an interface between other businesses and Google Co-op. But it's also the case that your average, you know, mom and pop website maybe uh, it's not the best match. What it is a really good match for uh, is anybody who's really devoted or an expert, or especially any organization. So I mean, if if you're the University of California at San Francisco and you you've got some grad students and you can do a taxonomy project and say, oh, by the way, you're going to tag several thousand of these sites as your class project, then you can also export that out, you know, to the wider web. And now some of these authorities that you can trust uh, can actually contribute and sort of augment or edit or help us improve the the quality of Google search. And I think that's one of the most interesting ways to look at Google Co-op. I think over time, uh, Guha and a lot of the people that have been the architects of that are just, uh, they're going to do some really interesting stuff with it. (laughs) This just in, Greg Bozer's hired the University of California San Francisco taxonomy department, working on new Viagra taxonomy. <laughs> right, right. Well, the, the nice no, thing I'm is, no, Barry actually talked about this in a recent search cast, and you have to subscribe to somebody. Yeah. So it's not like your conventional, delicious, technorati, whatever, tag spam, where you, you get it and you had no choice. You have to sort of opt in, and that is sort of a self-regulating thing. And, and for those who aren't familiar, Barry Schwartz put together one of the, the first submitted um, subscribe links that you can do. He's got 100 people already, which yeah. is actually really high numbers yeah. for the whole system when it's not kind of live yet. Totally. And um, you can do a search on it, and you see the top results that are coming off a search engine roundtable. And mm-hmm. as soon as I can get one of our developers <laughs> to figure it out, we'll be doing the same for search engine watch. But yeah, I, there is a, I think it's hard. First, and well, at first, everybody's head sort of exploded because they went straight to the XML. Yeah. But uh, they've been pushing, I think, some, some newer documentation. And one of the things is a, uh, you know, just if you start with the FAQ, you know, start with the 50,000-foot view, yeah. uh, then, it, then it's a little easier to, to understand. All right. So a couple other things. And then I will go to the live chat room, too, as well. Mm. But first, I want to go through some of the forum things. I can never understand mm-hmm. how you can talk and look at the screen and look at the chat and monitor three monitors. And three uh, monitors. Oh, our, 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 oh our, right. Our, yeah, you're trying to get off the laptop. Because <laughs> normally when I'm doing the search cast, the chat is going on one thing, my items that I'm going to read are going on the other, uh-huh. and all the detailed articles are going on the three. See, that's an awesome way to do it. Yeah, and then if I've got to drive somewhere, the traffic's coming in on my spot watch. <laughs> So you can see what the traffic is like totally as you're laptop, driving. I want a laptop where I can like swing out a complete second screen, but that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> like so. the IBM butterfly keyboards, except with the screen. Yeah, exactly. Totally cool. Yeah, totally. When you launch the Google computer, <laughs> yeah, we'll have that. <laughs> I just saw it. It was buried under some pages in the hallway. <laughs> All right. So uh, just a quick one here. 
this is kind of like going back to the domain thing, and I don't know if you comment on it or not, but so the, the, somebody's saying, well, what do I do about URL aging? Like, I've got this URL, and it's well-aged, <laughs> and I know for a fact that Google rewards URLs that have been out there for ages and ages and ages, mm-hmm. which I don't think is the fact, but maybe you want to comment on it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and maybe you could expand it into, what do you do with that URL that's been doing well if you've got to kind of move it somewhere else? Yeah, so I'll, I'll punt on the general question of, like, Hey, factor X, be it you know age score, you know URL scoring or whatever, has some some uh, contribution to, to ranking or to scoring. But talking about migration, certainly one of the easiest ways to migrate is within your site. And so if you're doing a 301 within your site, that should certainly pick up very quickly. Um, whenever somebody's moving from an old site to a new site, the way that I typically recommend it is to sort of put your foot in the water first. So pick a directory do a 301 on that directory, and then see if it carries over and how fast it gets picked up. And then if you see rankings at about the same level on that new subdirectory, then you should be in great shape, and then just go ahead and 301 the entire the entire domain. And if you see any problems, then you've caught it early, and you can sort of investigate and make sure, you know, if there's any issues, stuff like that. Now, can you, co- can you comment on the idea that the age of the URL might be a ranking factor? No, we, I mean... But you want to do the potentially as soon as as soon as I will never take anything off the table. Like right. somebody would say, well, what about the phase of the moon? Couldn't that help you in scoring? And my general answer is, well, we're never going to cross anything off the list because you know <laughs> maybe when it's a full moon, people are a little more manic. They want a newer URL or you know. So I'm not going to say any particular <laughs> signal doesn't factor in. Uh, but but usually we we throw it all in the secret sauce and don't talk. You could about imagine it. that we could take tides into account, but that right. wouldn't be a very helpful right. helpful signal. <laughs> Perhaps there are better signals. Yeah, there's probably better, but we're not going to take it off the table. I I mean, my own perspective, you know, since since you can't give the clear-cut answer is, I don't know that it's so much that, hey, we saw this URL for a long time, we'll get a lot of rewards, but if the URL has been out there for a long time, there's a pretty good chance many people are going to be linking to that URL, and there suddenly you start changing your URLs around to something else. If you haven't done the 301 thing to help people figure out, oh, that was this, then Google can't figure out that, oh, yeah, all those links that used to go to the old place go to this new place. Perfect example is our our Google Webmaster Guidelines. They've been in the same spot for like five, six, well, okay, probably, probably five years, and we just split them out and moved them to a new location as part of reorganizing things, and there's probably, you know, who knows how many hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands links out there to that exact URL, and not everybody's updated that. And mm-hmm. so every search engine has to deal with URLs that move, and over time, they certainly do accrue a lot more to, you know, wherever the, the standard location yeah. would be. Um, I'm going to go to some chat room questions, but first, just some comments that are coming out the live chat room. Um, one is like, the dig subscribe link sucks. Yeah, I agree. And um, we need a WordPress plugin. And yeah, I agree. And in fact, I'm going to do some tips on this. So just as a quick reminder, if you've not seen it, the way subscribe links works is that you can provide Google with a URL that will, when somebody does a search for certain words, put your own content at the top of Google search results if they choose to subscribe to it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, ooh. And for free, yes. Now, what's not so awesome is, like, nobody knows about your thing. But hang in there. So a couple things. I'm going to start out on Search Engine Watch forums with Fred, and I'm going to say, have you got a subscribe link? Put your subscribe link here. Mm-hmm. Just put it there and tell it what it does so everybody can find them because the Google has their own directory, but that directory isn't going to start getting fully fleshed out for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So instead, you want to go start the thread at Search Engine Watch forums right now, go for it. Otherwise, I'll get it up shortly. So anybody who wants to post there can do it. Mm-hmm. Secondly... It's just like wide open, folks. It's wide open. First people in with good subscribe links, it's going to be big time reward time, so you need to get moving. And that also means, yes, it would be nice if we had plugins for WordPress and movable type that would do things like put your content out there. So somebody go write one. Totally. And then put it out into the thread. Like, you're going to get lots of links. Yeah. And the, you don't even have to kill the rabbit. Yeah. The first guy that wrote the you know WordPress to Google Sitemaps export, I'm sure, has gotten yeah. thousands of links. And, you know, like... Uh, you know, if you go to code.google.com and you see something new pop up, you, you know, if you're one of the first person to review it or you write the first piece of code that uses it, that's the example people end up citing. You know, it's, uh, part of it is just being smart enough to be the first and say, oh, I'm going to try this new thing. So just as a recap, the uh, Google subscribe links, I will throw up URLs after the show and I might throw up other things that I was going to eat. I will, <laughs> I'll put them up here in a second when I get the new thing going, but we'll go on to another topic. Mm-hmm. So, uh, blah, 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 a couple last things here. Do-do-do. We did this one already. Do-do-do. Ah, yes. So we're going, we're, we're like back in this multi-search engine, 
Oh, wait. Just for the chat room, discuss spam how. Everyone's like, like, please talk about spam. We just talked about spam. But give me some more specifics. Like, you know, like spam. I mean, tell us what it is. Right. Give me something more concrete. And then he's already sort of talked about spam, but maybe we can come back to it. But T-Money's enjoying the cap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sites back in the index. All right. You have forced your way into the show. You have hijacked the show. Matt. Band sites. They're getting back in the index. Huh? All right. uh, I, it's unclear whether he's saying how to get them back in or, how do you, uh, or it's no, a problem that they were No, this is a good question. <laughs> if, well, we can take care of one of those. I was banned. I've done wrong. I want to get back. Well, you have a whole new re-inclusion system through sitemaps now, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. And if you do a re-inclusion through sitemaps, you will have authenticated and proved that you own that domain. And so anytime you've said, okay, I can prove that I control this domain and I've registered in, uh, in sitemaps, we can give it that a little bit more weight because we can tell it's not just somebody filling out a random form or something like that. So uh, and in the same way, there's now a spam report form in sitemaps. And so if people are willing to sign in, they might be willing, they might be able to build up a little more trust uh, so that we can say, oh, this person's you know done five spam reports and they were all great spam reports. So I think it would be really interesting to say when that number six one comes down, give it a little bit more weight than just a random web form that got filled in. Right. All right. Oh, and if free hosts were banned completely, the advice there is don't use free web hosts. They've well, never been trustworthy things to use in the first place. You can certainly do that. You can also do a re-inclusion request. Yeah. Uh, folks, control your own destiny. Be the master of your own domain. And that doesn't mean, you know, <laughs> the Seinfeld thing, which is, you know, well, we won't go there. Right. Uh, <laughs> literally be, <laughs> the, literally master be the master of your own domain. Don't be a Robert Scoble. Get your own domain. <laughs> right. Be on your own thing in WordPress. All right. Okay. Ah. Oh, now I can get back to the thing I was trying to talk about, um, which other people want to talk about. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. What is it? Tell me. I will. Just shut up. Stop talking to myself, and then I can get to it. Um, we're like in this multi-universe, search, multi-search engine universe, and people are like going, they're rubbing the sleep from their eyes, and they're going, oh my, there's this other search engine I heard of. It's, um, I won't name them out of respect for the Googleplex, but, you know, uh, Yahoo! <laughs> Microsoft is doing some things mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. Actually, it's a funny thing. I was telling them I was dinner with my neighbor who was coming over, and she was like talking about she'd seen the BBC report on Google. Uh, so first of all, she's going, Google allows dogs in the building. Isn't that nice? <laughs> right, right. I said, yeah, that's not so nice. <laughs> I don't really like dogs, but, you know. <laughs> they should have a cat-only building. I said, anyway. That's what they should have. So, but, all right, so she thought it was nice. So she goes, and Microsoft has their own search engine. <laughs> and I said, you're making Bill Gates and his 200 million. He's very, very sad. But more to the point, as they're rubbing the things out of their eyes and they're understanding mm-hmm. their other search engines, now I'm hearing more people go, and I haven't heard this since, like, 1999. Yeah. I'm ranking well on Google, but I'm not doing so well on Yahoo. <laughs> but I'm afraid if I change my page for Yahoo, I'm going to, you know, yeah. get sucked on Google. So, you know, what... Uh, Boy. Ball in your court. Ball. All right, ball in my court. I, I'd actually say that's a good problem to have in that... Uh, competition is really important. Competition is a good, good thing because when engines are competing, users get the best results and the most relevance. Um, the flip side of that is, you know, hey, you've got to worry about more than just one engine. But I'd actually argue that's a good thing, too, because you constantly hear people saying, oh, I, I don't want to have all my eggs in one basket. I want to be diversified. And it's, it's good to have a lot of different search engines with a lot of different philosophies, you know, back Five years ago, we had one that was all natural language search stuff. You've got, you know, Grokker, and you've got these guys that do Flash-based and, and uh, you know, interactive graphical type search. And I think the important thing is you want to have a very diverse set of, of different engines trying their different philosophies, whether it be paid inclusion or whether it be whatever your philosophy be, so that, you know, people have a little more diversity. People have a little bit more protection if uh, if one search engine ranks them well or doesn't rank them well. Now, the flip side of that is you got to, you know, check your rankings on more than one search engine, but I think that's that's a good thing overall. So don't, but, you know, aren't you, if they start tampering with it, I mean, well, is that just basically part of it? Like, yeah, you might. No, I, I actually do think that the things that work well in one search engine typically work well on the other search engine. Now, is MSN going to wait a little more for the domain name or the keyword in the URL? 
Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. <laughs> but, but you know, or is MSN going to say, oh, you've got three or four hyphens, therefore you must be, you know, Satan incarnate? They might, you know, but, but that's the heart of SEO is doing some of those experiments. And then it's very much, I believe, possible to find perfectly good things as long as you're a high-quality site where a lot of people want to come to it because you offer really useful services, then it's the search engine's job to rank you well. Right. And so uh, there are probably some very simple things to do, like make sure that your site is, sim- is completely crawlable. But if you've done all those basics, the actual differences as far as how search engines will rank uh, or how search engines will crawl, you know, won't be so huge that I think it's insurmountable. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've also had studies where people have looked and they said, you know, across the various search engines for any term, only a third of the sites are, are yeah. there. So, you know, if you're that lucky person ranking well on all three of them. That's great. But if you're not that lucky thing, I mean, to me it just seems like, yeah, you ultimately might take a risk if you're doing serious on-the-page changes, and that is what itself was driving, Right. you know. But, yeah, but you know, it's... The great thing about the web is it's also infinite. And so, you know, if you can run an experiment where one directory, you're not cloaking, but you're just trying different attempts at keyword density or you're tweaking your titles or your H1 tags or whatever you're, you're trying, I do think it's it's quite neat to sort of say, okay, this, this page I'm thinking more about MSN. This page I'm thinking mm-hmm. more about Yahoo. And you don't have to be spamming to do that. Yeah. Uh, when people have been asking me, and we're going to probably do a session as search engine strategy on anyway, so we'll get website owners <laughs> to see what they say. Oh, this would be fun. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I part of my my advice has been lump it. You know, mm-hmm. hey, A B C, you're in the top three. Right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, if you've got one of them, that's great. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like way up. If I'm going to do significant changes to mess with something, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, maybe if I'm doing well on MSN and I thought I had a real shot at Google, maybe, yeah. and maybe I'll get them both. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the, I think the other advice is look for it other pages or look for it. You know, the beauty of having people having blogs and websites now is it's like a second chance. It's 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 the... Yeah. It's the the spam free mirror site. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and and also you know there's so much gold in in nooks and crannies that most people don't look, and things like your server logs. You know, just looking at what your users are really typing in, you can probably come up with a way to almost double the amount of words that you ought to at least be mentioning on your pages because mm-hmm. of slang and industry terms and all that sort of stuff. Um, I've just, you know, I have to, because we're going live, I am going to have uh, Darren or Mr. Intern or somebody, you guys tell us in the chat room, we got to shut up and get off because, you know. <laughs> we'll just keep talking. Todd and Greg are over there going, oh, I thought this was our show. He's just going on and on. We had some contest we wanted to talk about or something. Yeah. But um, So you guys let us know. Oh, shut up and get off. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, wait, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, we'll go for a bit longer because I want to come back and to some of the um, some of the chat room stuff that was up there, um, <laughs> I got to scroll a bit. So first of all, Detlev was like getting applause while one person was saying like, you know, here's the thing to do well in on the, the different search engines. It's like, stop there, posting and I can't read it. <laughs> it keeps scrolling. Where'd it go? It keeps just scrolled off. He's saying strategy mix equals inclusion for Yahoo. Yeah. Links for Google and textbook. Yeah, so you want to do well on Google, get the links, no. which is independent of doing the paid inclusion with Yahoo. That doesn't mess with that. So shell out some money over there. And uh, MSN wants, uh, you know, textbook SEO, you know, lots of, I'm kind of with it. And um, yes, yeah, so let's just do an extra page for MSN and apparently get a MySpace blog or something like that. That's uh, I've heard people mention that. Yeah, I don't know. We won't say it. <laughs> anyway, um, somebody was asking, like, what about keyword density on um, on Google? <laughs> All right, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Keyword density, big deal. Got to have lots of keywords on the, you know. I, I don't spend my, my days, my hours at work obsessing about keyword density and how we can do better on it. I mean, if you look at how big of a factor it is, sure, it's going to be a factor, but it's, it's not going to be the largest factor. You know, I've I've heard people say, oh, well, 7% is clearly too much. No, no, 3.5% is fine. And realistically, you know, you just have to experiment and find a mix that works well for you and the type of of demographic and audience you're going for. It's really 43. Right, 43 is perfect. Perfect. It's one more than 42. If you type 43 into Google, it'll tell you what the exact keyword is. No, I don't know. (laughs) What is the answer to life? life life. Um, Oh, wait, Uh, Matt, what's your definition of keyword density? Uh... Yeah, I'm just going in the chat room. <laughs> exactly. Oh, he almost said it. This, this is why I 
don't, don't really worry much about it because you can exclude all that HTML, you can exclude the scripts, or you can you know define it in lots of different ways. And it's kind of like people completely agreeing about, oh, this term means that, no, this term means that, and once you make them define terms, they don't agree at all. So what what I'll say in terms of the um, the issue that I've seen this come up is, you know, way back, especially when Web Position came out with their page critic tool, mm-hmm. this was like. 99. Yes. I looked at it and I said, I'm looking away. Because, you know, you would take a page, you'd put it into the system, it would tell you, change this for InfoSeq, and then now change it this way for AltaVista. And I'd go, these changes, they're not that different. And right. then the other thing I'd look at is like, and these pa- this page is supposed to be perfect for InfoSeq, supposedly isn't doing well in InfoSeq, it's doing well in AltaVista. And you would know that because people would use the naming systems where you'd go through and you'd, you'd do a search and you could tell from the way that they named their pages <laughs> yes. that this was supposed to be ranking well on AltaVista because it was right. called like top keyword dash right. AltaVista right. and it's ranking one on each site. Yes, you do in URL doorway dash GG because the, the package would actually make them and it would be like AV, GG, and yeah. you learn the abbreviations of these spamming software packages. Oh, <laughs> anyway, we're, we're, we're getting... We're getting kicked off now, so we will we will go. But uh, you know, to go back to it, uh, people want the perfect page, and I always kind of felt like the perfect page isn't that particular algorithm. It's that whole combination of all those signals that you say are out there. You won't name them, but you know, well, links and yeah, and text and stuff like totally. That. And is the perfect page for what purpose? You know, are you shooting for an informational person? Are you shooting for a buyer? Are you shooting for, for some other kind of thing, like, uh, you know, just trying to get somebody to subscribe to your newsletter? So, you know, always be looking at uh, at the other sites in your area, the other sites in your niche, and sort of looking at your server logs, and then be thinking hard about, well, what is my success? Is it somebody making a purchase? Is it some other action? And then trying to, you know, a lot of the stuff you can do is not even improving your rankings, but just trying to improve your conversion rates. Cool. Well, that is it. Our big, huge thanks going out to uh, Greg and Todd who allowed us to, um, you know, 302 hijack their Cisco <laughs> rock stars. But uh, we now return control to Masters. Have fun, rock star dudes. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And thank you, Matt, for being here. It was a lot of Google fun. Google today yeah. coming in. We'll send you some money for working here. Thanks for visiting. Yeah. yeah save me doing email. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, everybody. The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Then stay tuned in WebmasterRadio.fm, where you can listen live or in podcast format to our award-winning exclusive radio shows hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me Tuesdays at 2 o'clock for The Hook at the intersection of advertising and PR while I talk with my friends, industry leaders, about the state of the industry today, right here on WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm, putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log in now. Time to release your mouse, turn your speakers way up, and hang on to your hard drive. As the SEO Rockstars log on to Rock the Net right out of the stratosphere. Prepare to optimize your Tuesday evening, jamming and spamming with the always highly ranked SEO Rockstars. Guaranteed to be a night filled with great memory. Well, well, well. Dude, were you listening to that whole thing? I I was in a very buffered, Canadian buffering, <laughs> torturous kind of way. That was, uh, I don't know, is a little extra oxygen in the air uh, down You know what? You almost got the feeling they were tossing back some <laughs> drinks or something. Maybe, maybe Matt has finally given up the Sprite. I get you. That's it. Sounded they were, uh, you know, Danny was in rare form. So they pulled about forty-five minutes there, and I think at normal human speed, that was a ninety-minute show. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. But the parts that I caught in between having to re-click the play button on my media player, um, pretty informative. You know, I actually was just sitting down to read through that post to Matt because I've been traveling. I hadn't really seen it, so it was uh, nice to hear him come clean. They he did they they covered off an uh, 
absolute ton of data. I'm definitely going to have to download the show and listen to it a couple more times, sort through the uh, the frenetic screeching and so forth. <laughs> uh, you know, it's always nice when they come out and, and kind of, you know, validate where we thought things were going anyway. I mean, I you know, the whole thing about the reciprocal linking and how they're working on identifying it and making sites not rank well, we've been talking about that for a long time and trying to steer people away from relying on that as their core linking strategy. And uh, I'm happy to know that we're on the right course, <laughs> you know. <laughs> nice little bit of validation at the end of the it's day. Like, whoops. It, yeah, it's never good when they come out and write something totally different. So now I can, I'm going to send out about 30, see, I told you so, emails. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why can't we do that? Well, because it's it's not that well it, it's working for so and so yeah, but it's not going to work real long, and they're definitely working on fixing it. So it's not a long term strategy. Let's not do it. So now I can say, see, I told you so. There you go. There you go. But you know what, dude? It is like after seven o'clock down here in the uh, Fort Worth area, which means it's way past drinking time. Yep. And uh, I think I'm going to head out, and we're going to go to this little club here called the Flying Saucer, sit out on the patio, drink some Blue Moons. Enjoy yeah, I, the I got people waiting for me myself, so. Well, there you go, man. Well, it was, we'll sit uh, down by the bay and have a, a nice evening uh, in Canada cocktail. There you go. Well, it was a pleasure uh, having our show hijacked with you, and uh, we'll be back next week, so we'll talk to you then. All righty. 